a message from our sponsor, Ingram Barge Company. Calling all pilots in the Gulf region. Ingram Barge Company is offering a $5,000 sign-on bonus for pilots interested in living board positions. We offer a variety of schedules including 28 and 14, 20 and 10, and 21 and 21. Applicants must have a Master of Towing Vessels license with Inland and Western Rivers endorsements. Ingram offers a competitive benefits package and 401k with company match. Apply today at www.ingrambarge.com. Welcome back to Between the Levees. I am joined today by Mr. Tom Cornwell for a little Ingram feature we're setting up for the month of April. Uh, Mr. Cornwell has been in the industry 46 years. He officially retired January 21st, but has been in a consulting function since then. Uh, he His title when he retired was Senior Manager of Engineering for Ingram Barge Company. Mr. Tommy, welcome to Between the Levees. Thank you. Well, I know you haven't gotten a chance to look at these podcasts yet, but they all start the same way. Please, sir, tell me where you were born. I was born in uh, McCracken County, Kentucky. And what did your parents do when you were growing up? Uh, they were all farmers. Tell me a little bit about the farm. How long was it uh, in operation and, and all that jazz? It was in operation uh, for, I don't know how many years, probably 60 years or so. Uh, we grew tobacco and uh, uh, soybeans and uh, milk cows. How was life growing up on a farm? Oh, it was great. It was great. I kind of miss it, to tell you the truth. What was a normal day for you growing up? A normal day was getting up and going to school, and uh, generally, uh, Dad and my brother took care of the, the farm uh, while I went to school, and when I came home, I'd get on a tractor or I'd go to the milk barn. And how many siblings did you have? Just the one brother? I have one brother and, and one sister. Well, tell me, uh, growing up, were you drawn to anything in school? Uh, yes. Uh, my, my father and I would go down to the river. Uh, which we lived just from Metropolis Ferry Landing. And uh, we would go down to the river and I'd watch the boats go by. And I thought that was really interesting. And, uh, you know, you just don't know where you're going at, when you're a young age, but uh, uh, it drawed me to the river, being close to the river. And uh, I just thought it was really interesting. And, and uh, then I, that's, that's where I led to. Did you attend college? No. Oh. After, uh, after several years, uh, I took a lot of college courses. Well, what happened after high school that eventually led you to the industry? Uh, I went to work as a deckhand uh, for Igret Towing, which has been, not, been gone there in Paducah for many years. But uh, then I went to work for uh, uh, Walker Midstream Service, decked in the fleet. And uh, then I moved up to uh, an engineer uh, with R&W Marine, which is a division of Walker Companies, and uh, was there in Paducah for uh, about 25 years, roughly, 20, 24 years. And uh, then uh, just uh, riding the boats, and, and uh, I was always in the engine room, messing around with the chief. And, uh, and here I am today. Well, tell me a little bit about your experience on deck. What was the onboarding process and, and where'd you run? Uh, we ran the Tennessee River mostly, some on the Ohio and some on the upper, mostly the, uh, mostly the Tennessee River. Do you remember your first day as a deckhand? I definitely do. 
we was uh, got on uh, the motor vessel Imogene Agrit and uh, caught it in Paducah outside of Owens Island and uh, uh, worked all night putting a tow together. And of course, I was a green farm boy. <laughs> Quite an experience. And then uh, we went uh, northbound, I guess you would say, up to uh, Kentucky Lock. And that was my first lock to ever make. And uh, it's uh, been been out here ever since, pretty much. Was boat life kind of what you expected or were any surprises? Uh, it was pretty much what I expected. You know, we had a we had an old mate on the boat. Uh, and he told me when I came on the boat after a few hours, he told me if I ever wore out my first pair of boots, I'd be here forever. So I, I guess there's something to that. I just heard something similar on another podcast, actually, uh, almost the exact same words. Um, any uh, anything crazy happen on the, on the water while you were decking or running in the uh, engine room? Uh, not really. I guess back in those days, uh, you know, you time is money, and uh, we would come out of overhaul, and if, if everything wasn't done, you you done it underway. And uh, we had left Paducah with a tow after an overhaul, and uh, it was on the uh, motor vessel Louisiana, and uh, our generators wasn't complete. So we left out on one generator and got up to around Cave and Rock and uh, on the Ohio River and uh, lost that generator. And so we had to do a lot of hustling to get another generator going, but, uh, but you have those things happen. Not as much so nowadays as you did back then. Any interesting uh, occurrences in the engine room having to kind of figure something out on the fly? Yeah, you know, on the old Fairbanks Morse, which is what I came up on pretty well, uh, you would have an airbox fire every now and then if you'd been sitting around idling and loading up with oil, and uh, you would have flames running out the stack and and uh, things like that, and you'd have to. Last thing you want to do is shut an engine down when you got that. Just kind of let it burn itself out. Then go in and clean your air receiver and get the ash out of it. And uh, how long did you say you were on deck before you went into into shoreside? Uh, I was on deck uh, about four years totally. Well, if you can sum up the uh, a day in the life of an engineer at a, at a towboat and barge company, please uh, fill me in what that might be for your work day. Uh, on the forward watch, you would you would get up at six. AM and uh, come down and relieve the uh, the other engineer, your assistant. You go through and make you know go check all your gauges, check your shafting, and uh, uh, make sure you wasn't sinking. Then you would start doing your regular routine maintenance, uh, such as greasing the rudders and and uh, checking your logs and and uh, and and cleaning, lots of cleaning. And how long was it until you went shoreside? I don't remember exactly. It was, uh, I've been shoreside with, uh, with Ingram Midland together, uh, about, uh, probably about 40 years. So all total is it's, uh, it, it was, it was a little bit. And if there is any such thing, what was a normal day of work for you in the shoreside role? It was taking calls from the chief engineers on the boats. Uh, some of the some of the vessels, the non-engineered vessels, uh, you would take calls from the captain or the mate, and uh, and then you would have to go to 
to the boats and, and make the repairs. And, and uh, we had some boats running up on the Green River at that time, some small vessels. And uh, that was, uh, it kept you traveling quite a bit from Paducah to, to wherever on the Green River. So I know you were heavily involved in designing the new boats that Ingram is, is building, and one of them bears your name. Uh, walk me through the process, I guess, start to finish. I have zero idea on that, on uh, designing and delivering each of well, these vessels. started out with uh, Mr. David Cert and I uh, working with the naval architect, uh, Ashraf. I can't pronounce his whole name, but uh, he's been really well. And... Uh, working with main ironworks uh the shipyard and uh, sitting down and going through uh designs and drawings and uh, then you add in your uh specifications as far as the uh, rudder tubes thickness uh stern tube thickness and bearing setup and uh and what what type of engine or what make of engine you want to put in the gear ratio that you want uh generator sizing and placement, uh, your steering uh, units, uh, how they're placed and what horsepower uh, and where to, where to install all the electrical components. And, and uh, then you go up into the quarters and, and, uh, and lay out work with ops on how they want their bunk rooms set up and, and the wheelhouse, the, the placement of radars and computers and things in the wheelhouse and uh, make sure all that gets carried it through. And how long is that process from design to delivery into service? Uh, we worked on that, on that project about a year, maybe 18 months. Well, switching topics here. Tell me a little bit about your family. Are you married and have kids? I am married. I have, uh, I have two children. I have a, a 24 year old daughter. And uh, I've got a son that is 14 years old. What are the, the kids up to these days? Well, uh, my, my daughter, she is a barber, a beautician. And, uh, well, she's got a son. He's two years old. And, uh, of course, my son, he's, he's still in, uh, in, in middle school and loves sports. Is it looking like he might follow the sports route or you think there's a shot you'll see him in the, uh, in their industry? I think it's a good shot. You'll see him in the industry. He would love to stay in sports, but, uh, I don't think he's, uh, he's planning on that. I got you. Well, I know you're working as a consultant still. Do you have any plans when you finally might hang it up? I'll be working on the farm. I got, I got a small farm in Louisiana and then I got a larger tree farm up in uh, Mississippi and uh, just uh, working on those farms. What are you growing or what are you doing on those farms? I, I have horses on the one in, in uh, Louisiana and uh, they're more or less uh, uh, pasture ornaments right now. Uh, the children, they don't ride anymore, don't really have time to ride anymore. And, uh, uh, but up in Mississippi, it's just strictly forestry. Well, Mr. Tommy, that just about wraps up my questions. Do you have, uh... Anything interesting to say maybe to the industry that might be listening? Oh, I think uh, anyone that's interested in the river life needs to come to Ingram Barge. It's the best company in the, in the, in the industry, and, and uh, it's, it's really been great. I have no regrets at all. Love it. Well, uh, thank you for that and for your time this morning, sir. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate you.